What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. That's me. I am the Stoner Mom, also known as Catherine. And as always, I am joined by my very much beloved husband, Blavid. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, relax, and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and more. What's up, my beaches? Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you having a wonderful weekend? I am having a wonderful weekend. Are we sitting down to get really libated and yeah. fucked up? Yes. Because responsible use means, y'all, when you are an adult and you are chilling in your adult home, and maybe you're not in charge of any kids right now. Maybe you're not. We're not. That's the case for us. Yeah. Uh, responsible cannabis use says you may use cannabis in those instances. So that's, that's right. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've had a pretty great weekend so far. Well, if, if I do say so myself. You you have loved it. I have. I've it, I found it very relaxing. David's kids are on a road trip with their mom, so we have a adults only weekend. Adults only. No children. So So here we are. We got pedicures and Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I did. Let's get, get into it. Let's I'd like to hear my cocktails clinking. All right, let's get those my going jazz right music, now. Here my comes. Foxy ladies. Okay, well that means only one thing that it's libation corner, right? What means only one? All thing? those glass clinkings and foxy ladies and all the things you said. <laughs> She's saying, Oh my god. Oh my gosh. What are you libating on? Well, dear listeners, um <clears throat> Sunday night I've got a bong, mm-hmm. nice big two-chambered eight-arm percolator. Percolator on the fader. Two eight-arm percolators, so sixteen percolators. Dang, it's a lot of percolators. Um, black sheet piece. Do not work any of that. So anyway, that's what I have for my bong today, and it is loaded with sunburn. I ground up a bunch of sunburn. I also have. Down here in the pod basement, I have um, some rosin. Yeah? We got to get you more rosin. David's going to press some more rosin for me, but I still have a whole container pretty much that I've been... Oh, that's good. ...not really using. Are you drinking some wine? I am drinking wine. And then the other thing that's interesting is I have been doing dabs forever recently with some sort of electronic means, Uh, typically the Puffco Peak. Because um, that's one of my favorite ways to dab or the Dr. Dabber switch. Both of the, these are e-nails, right? So you don't use a torch. doesn't look like you're doing crack. Tonight, I brought the torch down. I want it to look like I'm doing crack. Yeah, you do. Crack a um, whack. So if you hear some torch sounds, that's what I'm going to be doing. I guess let's deflower the podcast by doing bomb rep real quick. What do you have? Oh, I've got... This bubbler thing you gave me from Marley's Marley, Naturals. Marley's Naturals. Is that what it's called? Or Marley Naturals, one of the two. And yeah. I think it's a Marley daughter. And it's like a glass pipe. A full-on advocate. Yeah. With like a big, long base that holds water. It's a bubbler. Yeah. Um. So it's like a nice hand pipe, but it has a good area, reservoir for yeah. uh, water. And what I like about it is it's got a great color. It's like this smoked black. It's cool. So you can see through it, but it's still dark and it's all paired with like gold uh, uh. accents. I like it. Um, and I am smoking a combination of some hemp. Okay. And some mandarin cookies. Which we love. What kind of hemp? Um, 
a lot of different kinds. I've got, man, we have just been hit hard with hemp lately. We've got people sending it to us from all over the world. We have so much hemp. Um, yeah. So, do we want to talk about that today? Yeah. About our endeavors? Well, we're one thing we're doing too is we're getting samples because we're going to have our own hemp flower line coming soon. Yeah, I guess we'll talk about that after libation corn. We will. Um, and then I'm also drinking um, some bourbon and ginger beer. But I want to say when we went to the liquor store today yes. to get this. <gasps> CBD. They were totally selling CBD at the liquor store. And they had a nice CBD that area. we have tried. CBD effects. Mm-hmm. Um, all sorts of... What was the other brand? Oh, Green, Green Roads. Roads. Lots of Green Roads products, which I've tried a lot of. And then um, there was some brand that I don't remember what it was called, yeah. but it was so cute. And they had a ton of different products, including like vape things. But their logo was a St. Bernard, I think with a barrel. I think it was just called St. Bernard. I could be wrong. I don't think... It was called something... Anyway, we should have taken a picture. Whatever. I know. I thought that, and they had a, quite a few things. So it, there you go. In Colorado, CBD in the liquor stores. Bath bombs, too. I don't understand. I don't either, like, man. In Texas, your shop gets raided. Your yeah. wallet gets emptied. The cops walk away with all your fucking money. Your shit's seized. You don't get it back. You know, ever. And then in other places, it's like, oh, we just sell this at the gas station. <laughs> we don't it's even like, care. I don't even understand. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So. And that, so anyway, CBD. So, so, but there's an example of, look, I saw CBD in person at a store and it was legitimate brands that I've known and mm-hmm. recognized and, and looked at their third party lab results. So mm-hmm. if you do come across CBD stuff out in the wild, you can just look at that brand and like Google it real quick, pull up their website. Yep. Lab results should be really easy to find on, right. on most websites. So, um, that so, was pretty crazy. I thought. Yeah. Well, do you think that concludes Libation Corner? I guess that concludes Libation Corner. I don't really have any other libating news. Uh, I also have my AeroPro vape pen that I have started uh, using with my bong. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Shout out to one of our members who's always doing that. Like, check this out. And I sent her... Are you going to do it right now? I'm going to. I sent her a bunch of those mouthpieces. Arrow for mouthpieces? No, mouthpiece, and the piece is P-E-A-C-E. I use them oh, in yeah, a video. Oh, yeah, the silicone thing. They're like these weird silicone cap things that you can really use for a whole bunch of different things, but it's really just sort of like for like hygiene and passing your bong around. But you can use them to like close things up and make things fit tight for Mo- good suction and Moose stuff. Moose something, right? Moose Labs is the company. Um, but... Shout out to one of my girlfriends who is using that mouthpiece. And I think I sent her a smaller one, too. And she uses it to put in her bong. And then she puts her vape pen in the mouthpiece. And it creates this nice suction. And then she's able to get these fat, filtered vape rips from her (laughs) cartridges. I'm just like, what the fuck? I need to send the things that I get to more other people. Because people use them. Yeah, like, I'm going to try this. Like, I'll use, yeah, a thing, like, once and be like, I don't know what the fuck, whatever, fuck this. (laughs) And they're like, oh, did you know you could do this? What? No. No. (laughs) So, anyway. That's cool. That's it for Libation Corner. That's it, Libation Corner out. Okay. 
We're back. All right, guys. Well, it's time for what's going on with you guys. I want to see you use this bait pen in your bomb. Are you watching? I am. Okay. All right. So stick it in there. Okay. She's really doing it, folks. Oh. Did you get a fat vape rip? Oh, my God. You did. How was it? It's wonderful. So I said all of that about uh, the mouthpiece and stuff. But (coughs) the whole point of that was to say that. I found a bu- that my AeroPro, which is a little bit fatter mm-hmm. than your standard vape pen that takes a cartridge. Right. The AeroPro has got a little bit of girth to it. Right. And it fits in whatever that standard, the smaller downstem size that's just standard for the smaller bowls. Is it a 12 inch? Whatever. Yeah. I honestly, I don't remember. But whatever the smaller is of the two most, well, it's... It's not inches, but it's yeah. whatever this is. Millimeters? It's like 14 or 16. Something. And then I'm not sure if this is that actually measures as that because I'm going by the bowl measures. Gotcha. It's 14 and 16, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, so that's a fun uh, benefit of the AeroPro. The other thing that's cool is it vibrates when you pull on it. Yeah. So Can it, you feel that through so the bong? Well, no, I can feel it with my hand while I'm doing a hit. So I know that it's pulling because it vibrates. That's so cool. Even though it's not in my mouth, it's in the bong. So, wow. Look at you. Now here she goes again. It's not vibrating. It's okay. clogged. There she goes again. I can still see the chamber filling up with vape. Wow. Does that, like, what's the difference between that and just doing it off the vape pen? There's not a difference, you guys, okay. but <coughs> it might be if it's, like, smoother on your, you know, vape pens are so highly concentrated and they make us cough our brains out. <laughs> I think that's so cool that you So that's the that. biggest reason. My bowl or my bong right now is dirty, so doing the vape pen through it, I can taste, like, yeah. this isn't clean water. Like this, I shouldn't do it like this. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but it's nice to do because I can do that kind of all week with yeah. a bong, and this, it's not like the bong's ever going to get dirty. Yeah, right? You know? That is awesome. I'm glad I saw that happen. Um, <laughs> okay, well, anyway. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today? That's going on with us. We were just going to say not much as really going on with us since yeah. our last podcast yeah i think we missed last week and i'm sorry about that we just got kind of caught up with a lot of stuff going on we're in spring break yeah. it has officially started spring break mania um so this is the week that uh, my daughter has her braces and i have a lot of fun stuff planned for the other days mm-hmm. uh, that are not involved braces involved getting the girls haircuts they really need them their hair is so super long it's making me ill to look at super unhygienic and <laughs> just like getting it all over and everything <laughs> just like you're eating half of your hair you can't you have to cut some you have to and Katya is on, she's making her recovery she's on antibiotic round two, two. um yeah. She ate a bunch of turkey or chicken, chicken tonight. Whatever. We're not going to. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's not pet talk. Um, We were going to say we've been both. Well, we're busy with work. Work is always mm-hmm. busy mm-hmm. for the Van Eatons. Mm-hmm. The, um, the work must continue. The work must continue. It must go on no matter what personal issues are at foot. Can't stop. Can't stop the work. You can't. And um, we got some work happening. Should we tell people what we're doing? Well, we yes, we're doing it. You started. We're, you've been really bugging me that you want to sell hemp. Yeah, I think selling <laughs> hemp flour is the way to go, folks. And I'm you know, do a dab. We're in a fortunate situation where 
we know enough about it that we can like know we can identify what's good, what's not so good, uh, know where to get it from, mm-hmm. know what we're looking for. And we have finally found just by accident a, an amazing connection that we Colorado we're, connection. Yeah, Colorado connection. So we're gonna be selling or, or you know, pretty much organically grown, Colorado sourced. Uh, hemp flower that is grown like cannabis, which is what we've been looking for. That's the sound of my torch, by the way, you yeah. guys. I'm about to do a dab. So I'm going to... Should I just tell everybody what the name is or no? No. Not yet? Okay. We're going to build up some suspense around that, but... You know, there's magic to a launch and you don't yeah. want to dilute it. You don't want to... We've been talking a lot about hemp. You know, David's been growing it for a while. We obviously like it a lot. So we're just going to do this and it doesn't mean we have to do it forever. And it's just something we're going to try. We're going to give it a try. It's good to try new things. So we're going to sell it. I think everybody's going to like it. I can't wait to tell you more. We are in the process of building the website right now. We've got our connection. Oh, we just got to really build that website. We've got our like packaging picked out and stuff right yeah we're waiting on our samples to arrive um we've made an agreement sort of with our hemp production folks figuring out had to figure out like uh the money side you know processing that sort of thing we already got that figured out that's figured out these i will say this so when you the (laughs) the banks hate hemp Flower, even though it's federally legal, no shit. Um, it's probably easier at this point to get uh, banking to buy cannabis online and go pick it up at a dispensary than it is to just get it worked out so you can order it online and have it sent to you. But there are ways. There's a handful. You okay over there, Ben? Whoa. I'm sorry, I just did a fucking huge. Nap. Yeah, she did. There's a handful of uh, online processors that will allow you to. Uh, sell him flowers. So we we were fortunate enough to be teamed up with some of those people. And oh my god, I'm dying. Ooh, that smells really good though. It smells kind of <coughs> citrusy. Oh, hold on, we're gonna take a break. Okay, we're back. You had a coughing fit. Oh my god, I did a dab. <laughs> and you couldn't breathe. You couldn't talk. I couldn't speak for several minutes. So I know David's been up and down. He's been doing things. Yep. But you're okay. We were talking about our hemp. Flower. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> so that's the thing that we're doing. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun, and we'll so, keep you guys updated. Yeah, we hope that it's a success. Um, limited quantities. I'll you know, tell you what. That's how I feel like it's fine if it's not a big. If you, I'll, I'll tell you what else. Since we're building this website now, whoa, you okay? <laughs> you ran into the wall there. Had to burn. I think we could start selling T-shirts and junk if we wanted to. I know you've been saying this. For I think years. It, well, only because I would like to make a cool T-shirt, not a dumb one. Uh-huh. You know, maybe it says something like the one you're wearing right now. It says "Break up with him." Yeah, only ours says something like, I don't know. I've we don't have a catchphrase. That's like, awesome. Oops, I, I did it again. I bu- nope, dab, that's taken. I busted this dab so hard I pooped my pants. No, that whole conversation <laughs> didn't get recorded, did uh, it? No. Do I need to turn this off? It's a little loud. Is it? It's because I did this. Okay, hold on. Do you, does everything sound okay? Yeah, it's just, that's just the volume in your ears. So, Are we high? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know about this having high people be in charge of the podcast. It's hard, but that's what makes it funny, I think. When you go and record that podcast for your client, yeah. you're not high. No, I just <laughs> sit there and play on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> So they're we're talking. You guys, I'm going to just plug them right now. Go listen. If you want to learn about growing from 
super brainiac experts go listen to cultivation cast by black dog led and those guys are hardcore man go listen to that stuff who and edits that i podcast? do and just know that i'm sitting there playing on my phone the whole time <laughs> that they're talking about science and stuff so anyway it's it's cool i like it um good job yeah so anyway we talked about hemp, our hemp well Lara. we did get pedicures today we got pedicures my feet were like dragon scaled they like horrifying unbelievable. and the lady like i was like Catherine, look and she looked over and the lady is using a cheese grater on my feet oh and just like layers my. of skin okay, are raining I down it's <laughs> me out. but then i had I, to sweep it all the way i know but then she used several layers of that does that Camomile happen well. often? To the, to, does that happen often? Do you think? Yeah. With pedicures? Oh yeah. Oh you just got to get them done regularly, and then the lady put some uh, that layer super layer. treatment. I'm gonna do that again. They she put like a layer of chamomile goo. David got the nice. ultimate package. I sure did. And um, I got the regular. It's okay. And his, <laughs> you don't really need to have your feet. Well, because my feet are fine, and your his like need colors. a lot of special attention. Right. And I could not believe right. she, every time I looked over, she was opening something new and slathering it all over. I was like, honey, look at this one. This is number four. Oh man, and his water was <laughs> a special color. And he, yeah, remember when she like put something in yours? We're like, look, you get something too. She goes, <laughs> that's no, too- that's just sanitize the water. <laughs> we were like, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Mine smells like flowers. Anyway, <laughs> but they did a great job on my feet. Oh my goodness, they don't hurt. They feel so good. And well, you haven't really looked at my toes. Whatever, our listeners don't. I gotta look at your feet. I haven't seen the result we'll yet. Save that for later. Um. So yeah, we did that, and then what else? We were gonna talk about something else. Mm-mm. Yeah, we were. No, we weren't. I'm looking at the list. Hemp flower endeavor. Our weekend Katya update. Okay. Then we already did the Katya update. <laughs> The Katya Report, the most spoiled cat in the world. I didn't say I am also drinking some wine. Yeah, what are you drinking? A Chardonnay called Wend that you picked out all by yourself. Do you like it? I do. It's from Monterey. So I knew you would like that. I said, just give me something from California. Yeah, but there's different regions of California, so I don't know what I'm doing. Well, the wine's all generally from the same area. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I guess that's it. There's That's really boring. One more thing that has been going on with us, or with me and you, is that this weekend I have been experimenting with Kratom for the first time. Yeah, Kratom. What do you think of that? Whoa. We're going to talk about it more in, um, in listener letters, which is coming up next. So. Right after these messages. Oh, Hey, hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Is it listener letter time? It's time for listener letters, y'all. We want your letters or actually your emails. Write us and share your cannabis story, your stoned observations, ask us your stoner questions, or request some good old-fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner. Mm-hmm. Email ass. Oh. <laughs> Email ass at ass at. Email us at. Mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. And we might just read your letter on the show. Yeah, we might, might just do that. Are you feeling pretty high? No, I'm smoking mostly. Okay, let's do some, 
working. So some bong rips. So and... we can actually be high for our listener letter portion. All right. Well, I just smoked a bunch of whatever that was. Hemp and mandarin cookies, you said. Yeah. Okay. Today's question, dear stoner mom and dad. I've been hearing a lot about kratom. <clears throat> Dear Stoner Mom and Dad, I've been hearing a lot about Kratom being used to help with some of the things cannabis helps with. What exactly is it and how is it used? Mm. I've been holding off off on answering this because I wanted to like to try it myself. So they we kind of have some. been, but our observations are not, uh, I'm not sure if they're accurate at all yet. But so quickly, this is just a brief conversation about Kratom. Um, we might do a deep dive into Kratom in a later episode when we know a little bit more about it, but I didn't want it to make it like a big educational thing because I don't know about it. Um, I will say when you read about it and just do like your initial Google searches, I'm not going to do another dab, but what am I, who am I kidding? I don't know. Do you want to be incapacitated? No. Um, you get a, there's just so much information that is definitely like kind of alarming. Um, and if you've been in the cannabis game long enough, it looks the way cannabis online used to look 10, 12 years ago, where it was just like, if you just did a Google search, like there wasn't a ton of stuff that was like, um, pro looking websites with you know information and there was definitely a lot of anti and propaganda sites and stuff um which still exist uh especially you know those are those are all like politically motivated anyway we're talking about kratom oh my god you can tell that i'm high i'm sorry i'm sorry um okay here's what kratom is Mm -hmm. natural kratom comes from this fucking plant. It's a tropical evergreen tree in the coffee family native to Southeast Asia. Okay. And these leaves have been have been used for centuries as an herbal supplement in traditional medicines. It's basically just a, a an herbal supplement is how it's defined by uh, the government and, and shamans. Stuff. And you can find it in even like. It's the comparison is like St. John's wort and it's like that level of like herbal supplement type thing. Gotcha. Um, However, it's been subjected to a lot of weird anti uh, use propaganda. So that's what I'm saying as far as when you go look. And I don't know if it's propaganda. It's one of those things, unfortunately, how cannabis has been for so long where nobody knows if. You know, for certain if things are good or bad, if nobody's testing it and really trying to actively figure it out. So, um, hold on. Okay. So it's not a drug. It's not an opiate. It is not a synthetic substance. And it's mostly used for like pain management. Hmm. Um, and it's used a lot for combating opioid addictions. So it sounds like it has like sort of opioid-esque properties but it is not like an opioid though it works with like those receptors you know not an expert don't know um but pain management energy even depression and anxiety um contains no opiates uh but it does bind to the same receptor sites in the brain 
these receptor sites are the same ones that chocolate, coffee, exercise, and breast milk hit. So normal receptor stuff. Hmm. Um, so as far as legality, it's actually federally legal. Um, but there are certain states that have banned it and Washington, D.C. also. So Alabama, Arkansas, Indiana, Tennessee, Vermont and Wisconsin have banned and made illegal Kratom. Wow. So it's the it's reverse cannabis. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? It's like hemp. Like only I, think there's as an even, outlaw. I think there's even like counties and wow. cities that have banned Kratom. That's nuts. Okay. Um, so people talk about uh, the addiction mm-hmm. addictiveness i guess mm-hmm. of kratom mm-hmm. um and that was something i was really concerned about because just kind of i've been on the kratom subreddit for a long time and these are people that just really attest to it right like mm-hmm. it it's really known for getting um people off of horrible opioid addictions so you know without all of those horrible like drawbacks to taking chemical opioids or whatever do you know yeah. I hope it makes sense um, Wait, like, so like methadone, like, yeah, okay. yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. So the same reason people have been using cannabis, it, uh, it's supposed to be like more effective in that sense, as far as getting people off of things. And because we have such a terrible opioid crisis going on in the country, um, it's clearly an important thing to have access to and to learn about, you know, so I've been wanting to try it. Um, one of our members was telling us about it and how they've been using it for depression for a long time now, like months now. Um, I Maybe and pain and other <clears throat> stuff. I'm sorry. Um, so I tried it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I tried two kinds. But unfortunately, I didn't, haven't tried it enough yet because... Um, I haven't felt really anything the first two times that I've taken it. And the second <clears throat> time that I took it, I'm saying two days. So I took it one day and then I took it a second day. Um, and that second day I did two doses. So I took a lot of Kratom in my opinion. Um, and I didn't feel anything except extremely sleepy, which well, I don't know what's up with that, but I can't I, I find a, a lot of people that say that. I have a question for you. So I feel like weird about it. But yes, what? I feel Let's like the it. first day that you took it. Yeah. The second time in the first day. I only took it once the first day. Okay. Well, somewhere along the line, I remember you being extremely happy and telling me. That was the second day. Okay. Yeah. Was the first time. Yesterday? The first dose, the second day. Yesterday, when you were taking the kids okay. home and stuff. You were so happy. Yeah. Um, yes. And I, I even described it to a friend as almost like speedy, which is what I was looking for. Um, there's different, because it's a plant, there's like all these different varietals, I guess, and uh, different strains. And they're like the red strains and the white strains and the green strains. And they all have these very exotic names that I I don't know off the top of my head. But the greens I read are like hybrids. They're middle of the road. The reds are more sedating. And the whites are more energy, whatever, and, and uplifting. So I've been taking the whites and I haven't felt anything like that. But then I went online and it's very, very common. It's like expected for people to not feel anything the first um, a few times. So I guess I'm working with that. And then also I read a lot about cannabis, mm-hmm. like anecdotal stuff about cannabis 
and Kratom. And people don't like to use them together, like, on the same day. Wow. Isn't that... So I'm like, well, fuck, I fucked it up both times then (laughs) because I was getting high the entire time. So people say that um, using cannabis takes away like they don't feel the effects of kratom like well, at all or well, it takes damn. i know like like cannabis is stronger or whatever huh. um that's interesting and then other people have like figured out their like daily routine where it's like i take my kratom in the morning and then you know i finish cool. off in the evening with cannabis the other so uh how you take it is like we said it's leaves um you can make tea out of it but you mostly get it in like ground up form and it's either just ground up like that and you can it's like powder you can add it to stuff and drink it um and make tea it's gross though so most people do what's called the toss and wash which is you open your mouth and you kind of put some liquid in it and then you toss your gram or two or three or whatever um into your of powder into that and then you swallow it like that and then you as chase quick it as quick as possible as quick as possible it doesn't mix with stuff and it's nasty it's very very strong and bitter and foul and gross tasting i have been taking capsules which are just capsules filled with that ground up powder stuff um and i don't know which is better yet because i haven't tried the other kind yet um mm. i'm a little afraid to try it over spring break because the two times I've taken it, I have slept so hard and gotten so drowsy and tired. Oh, but remember yesterday I smoked so much weed and I took all those edibles. So I once again fucked up my creative experience. Yeah, I feel like the... Okay, and I know that I was tired because I had been drinking all day when I took Right, my, so we both... Yeah, and <laughs> I didn't sleep. So yeah, <laughs> subjects ever. So yeah, I think that you should give it another shot. Okay, so here's what I need to do. I should take it tomorrow morning without waking and baking. Okay. You know, that's do what it. I'm going to do. Oh my gosh, do it. Um, so, yeah, people speak really highly of it. But during my reading, I did find a lot of stuff that freaked me out before I took it. Because, you know, I've never taken it before and I don't want to take have a heart attack and die or whatever. I read all this. I did read a lot of more like anecdotal stuff about uh, Kratom not working well spoon? with antidepressants. So I'll bring a little spoon. Thank you. Um. That's a big concern. You know, I was on antidepressants for so long. So um, definitely look that up if you're looking into Kratom and you are currently on medications. Because I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of stuff out there that's... But you did it, man. Them. You've been wanting to do it forever. I'm so. Yeah, I'm off antidepressants. So I guess I was just on too much weed. I think so. <laughs> and fortunately, like, so... Yeah. So you have it. We have a connection finally. And it's someone you're going to probably do it on your site right yeah and so i have a nice amount of of it too so i can use it for a little while longer before i have to write up about it because at this point i don't have much really positive to say personally just the stuff that i've read about it um i did want to say for your pro kratom um experience go to the american kratom association website uh, they have a lot of links to peer-reviewed studies and different stuff like that. And then just lots of information. So it's comparable to like normal for cannabis. So go there to sort of read more about it. It was really fascinating for me. Um, they have a whole fact sheet that kind of 
is just on one sheet that sort of explains away the major myths. Mm -hmm. One being the addiction level uh, myth. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if it's a myth, but I mean, according to them, it is like poses the same amount of addictiveness as like coffee. Um. So I do love coffee. So anyway, there's that. Um, our kratom was from what Golden Monk. dot mm -hmm. com. You can check that out, and then kratom crazy. Also, I tried both. I'm going to continue to try them. And we'll update you on the progress. Oh, and both of those places have uh, lab results. So oh, they do. Yeah. What kind of things are you looking for in the lab results? I don't know. I think you're just looking for like. Oh, they're called like alkaloids. Hmm. And the alkaloid that we're talking about specifically for Kratom starts with an M. Uh, Mitragena. Hmm. Hey, Mitragena. <laughs> anyway, um, everybody do their own research. Cer certainly don't rely on Mama Daughter Stone. Yeah, we are not in any way like <laughs> professionals giving any kind of positive Look, advice. Look, we're taking Kratom. We're on edibles. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All we know is, but, but I, we really appreciate your questions at the same time. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but I feel like we, hey, we did go one step out there and we tried it and we got some. And you obviously did a lot of research. Can I ask you a question? What? So it's leaves. So yeah. the green powder is crushed mm -hmm. up leaves. Yes. How do they make it into a powder? You think? I think they just grind it up. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Easy, easy consumption. Cool. I like it. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, but, I wonder if you have to dry the leaves because leaves are filled with water to a certain degree. So, yeah, I don't know. And I hmm. don't know if, like, you can get them in, like, leaf form. That's but interesting. Using them, using it for in tea is, like, a very standard way. And really? I'm trying to think about it, like, with the powder that I have. Like, how do you, maybe you get the tea, the leaves somehow. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't either, but that's interesting. So, well, the Kratom will... Try more and see what happens. Thanks for the question. Right. And the, the send us your questions. Mom and daughter stoned at gmail.com. Bye bye. Bye. What's going on with you? <laughs> what? What's your question? Are you stoned? I'm a little stoned. Well, I think you need to get more stoned because it's time for stoned conversations oh. with Blavin and Catherine. I can get more stoned. Watch this. I'm going to do it right now. Do you need... Maybe... Okay. I'm going to try to do a dab and I'm going to do... Oh here's where... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be prepared to... Uh... <laughs> Pause the cease recording for several minutes. No, here's where I mess up. I do it too hot because I do mm -hmm. use those email type rigs, like smart rigs. You know, you're gonna do low, the lower temperature. I'm gonna try. So I'm okay. gonna try to get this hot, and then I'm gonna let it cool down a lot. I think that's good. Yeah, because I now that I remember, you used to go cough like your brains out when you did it too high. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's bad uh, juju with super, super high yeah, there is. dabs, like cancer juju, I hear. So so don't do them. Don't do that. Do low, te low temp, 
You get more flavor. Don't it's you? It's healthier on your body, which is a fucking temple gift from the heavens or right. whatever. Or and don't science. use Godzilla's superheated nuclear radiation breath to heat your fucking tab rig, right? Well, you can, but you got to let it heat for like a day or two for that. Well, Godzilla's coming. Man, that movie's coming out. I can't wait to see it. Are we going to see it in theaters? Yes, we man. We're going to see. Oh, God, that is God- so loud. Godzilla's going to fight <laughs> Ghidra and Rodan and Bobby. What's her face is in it? Bobby. Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, who is she? Some J- kid. Uh, Drake's. Some underage Drake's kid fantasy. who shouldn't be uh, talked to by an adult male. That's right, which leads us into what the fuck we're talking about let's today. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about Wow, see how we did that? Um, to, Perfect segue. Today, I just want to preface this by saying we finally watched the Michael Jackson Leaving Netherland, Neverland documentary HBO. on HBO. Yeah, so see how smooth that dab was right there? Because I waited yeah. and I didn't get it too hot. You're not coughing. <sighs> I'm taking it. I'm going to sip my wine. And I'll take the rest of that. That's called milk right there. Okay. Can you put it in coffee? No. Uh, it's vapors. She got the vapors. Dabbing is intense vapors, you guys. Uh, All right. I don't think Michael Jackson ever dabbed, but he did rape children. He did. Them. It seems that uh, now he... So there's a lot of people who... There's two camps. There's the people who absolutely agree with these two men coming forward. And there's diehard Michael Jackson fans who are like, no, this is these are lies. This These are non-truths. And I have to say, I believe those two men. What about you? Uh, yes, I believe the two men on the documentary. And I believe that lots of other people were probably also abused. Oh, yes. Many, many, many people. Some with cancer. Yeah. Yeah, oh, um, like people that are walking around today and that are broken and messed up because freaking Michael Jackson. And mm-hmm. um, for a while, a long while together, you and I have really been on the Michael Jackson was a victim yeah. of a, a campaign to get a lot of money, mm-hmm. false accusations. And I did believe that. I believed it, too. And then, yeah. And you see this and you're like, um, because I remember even you listening guys, to about, about that and then yeah. being like, yo, you don't know the truth about Michael Jackson. He's well, insane. when this came out, first of all, David and I are bitches for HBO documentaries. Yeah. They, they, so they, they could really us. fucking convince us of anything. Mm-hmm. And we're just like mindless sheep that are like, like, yes. yes. <laughs> HBO is right. <laughs> You gave us the wire. Yeah. We believe anything you say. They make superior <laughs> programming. I mean, like, and their documentaries are always they're un- just, fucking There are some good. really unbelievable uh, documentaries. Not just, not even just on HBO, not just the HBO documentaries, but they even just house, like, really great ones. Yeah. Um, the Scientology one's really good, too. Oh, if you my just want to learn about Scientology. Unreal. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we were both very like, uh, we don't want to watch it because, you know, I think deep down we both knew. They're going to come out and if hit you hard. there's this documentary on HBO about this, then it's very likely to be extremely compelling. And like. I actually thought it was going to be for a brief time. I thought part one's going to be all negative and part two is going to be introduce a bunch of questions and make you think, well, maybe no. 
Well, not I, that way at all. I want to say I totally remember that Wade Robson guy from my teenage years. I remember that guy because I was so into Britney Spears and so into NSYNC um, specifically. And so were all my friends. So it was yeah. like I was like into that culture and yeah. as a young kid. You were like, I know who this choreographer So when he starts talking, I was like, God, I know this guy had a mega successful career. Mm-hmm. What is it? And I couldn't place what it was. And then I looked it up and he was like this mega choreographer choreographer for NSYNC and Britney Spears and songwriter like what the fuck and anyway like did all the choreography for like all of these videos that were just such a part of my teenage life and of the zeitgeist of that time you know it was those moves and anyway he was like in a reality show I remember and then anyway that's all well he's one he's one of the people in the <laughs> he's one of the people so he yes like a part of like he's very talented obviously on his own but i don't think it hurt to have fucking michael jackson backing you That's in true. every possible way yeah. um there have been a lot of weird documentaries out about childhood sexual abuse and the biggest thing I think that people need to understand who haven't experienced it or even thought about their own childhood sexual abuse is what a long term uh, fuck up this is like what a long term onset, because when the time of the trauma occurs, you're mentally and physically unable to deal or take any of it. Right. Um, So it gets stored away. And it comes out when you're an adult and you don't understand your emotions and feelings and, you know, you can't succeed no matter what you do and you don't understand why yeah. and you can't fucking function. And it's all of this stuff. It's and it's ugh, just, you know, because the victim <clears throat> is so young and they often unprotected and vulnerable and often can't talk about it for so long. And then it's repressed forever. And then finally, when you're doing drugs in your fucking twenties and stuff, and it really starts coming out, um, memories and, and you're, you're addressing all of that trauma for the first time as an adult and it sucks, Yeah, you know? And so having that be the reality for everybody about this is what the reality is for people that are victims of this kind of abuse um, is very important. And so I think that was a super important part of the documentary because it just shows this like decade long uh, outcome of abuse for an entire family. You know, it's the takedown of two families based on abuse you know, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, it it's not so I mean, OK, so regardless if you believe it happened or not, which I believe it did, I think there's no denying the fact that these two men, when they were boys, had this unreal experience with a superstar who just kind of came into their lives and became part of their family. And, you oh. know, to the point where he's like manipulating and controlling everybody to the point where they're moving across the country to like be with him. Yeah. Anyway, also a lot of like very questionable and very easy to judge parenting moves. Um, under no circumstances is it cool to let your kids sleep with strangers. Yeah. It's just not. And it wasn't cool in the fucking nineties either. No, you know, or the eighties. It wasn't cool. Like, we were all alive then, and that wasn't cool or acceptable. So somebody made those choices and yeah. made that 
an acceptable path for a child. And yeah. I don't think that was Michael Jackson, you know, no, whatever. You're not supposed no. to <clears throat> victim blame, but this is definitely not on the victims. And it's definitely, no. these children were not these protected. Parents were by, not yeah. like, fucking doing their job as far no, as they weren't. They weren't at all. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like just the sheer fact that they're sitting there talking about all the Hi. things that took place blew me away. Um, you know, you're kind of boiling with rage the whole time. And then we, I will say at the end of the documentary, the one mom, the safe Chuck mom, mm-hmm. you know, said some redeeming things mm-hmm. and that were just very like real and just, you know, I fucked up. I didn't do my job as a mom. Yeah. And my son is messed up to this day because of it. And I am messed up to this day because of it. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that is rough. The other mom's just like me 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 yeah no one's talking to me everything's hard for me and this this poor yeah the australian guy the robson the choreographer guy wade wade i mean like he his relationship with his father was fucked up because of this his father ended up killing himself because of this um hi baby and it's just all a shame because i mean like he that poor guy had wade had so much stuff like he was trying to like buried down and and then his dad kills himself he probably did that was like a speed bump in his life because he can't deal with things like that right whatever genetic or hereditary uh you know uh mental illness you've got going on that coupled with uh you know a predisposition towards mental illness coupled with childhood sexual abuse is like just a ticket to fucking doom you know it's you will be depressed that's your lifelong cross to bear will be cri- crippling depression. It's sad. It's just sad. So I think you should go watch it. Yeah. Um. And you know what? <laughs> it's definitely it's great. It's, it's great. No, it's it's super graphic it's it's and horrifying. Long. And um, it's just really, you know, we you can't like look at these people and not believe them. You just can't. You just can't. And. That's not where we are at in 2019, mm-hmm. you know? it's We're not here to fucking worship celebrities. We're here to fucking stop abuse yeah. and end corruption and fix the fucking broken society that we live in and stop giving everybody a fucking pass on, you know, hurting people and giving them trauma that's going to last them 60 years, you yeah. know, of their life. It's just not fair and we have to stop it, so... So there you go. Go watch it. Um, if you can. The end. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, yeah, Prince is, we like Prince now. Prince <laughs> and Weird Al. We and Weird Al. We Weird decided Al. Our, our, our Michael Jackson stuff ends. Yeah. I mean, I personally like The weekend also yeah. for a good Michael Jackson vibe. Yeah. Um, but he's got some Prince going on too. I feel like you can listen to young, like baby Michael Jackson because he's not hurting anybody. He's yeah, only, he's only to, being hurt. Yeah, you can listen to ABC. And obviously okay. that's another thing is that, you know, Michael Jackson oh, is yeah. obviously a very abused person. And yeah. abuse begets abuse a lot of times, but certainly not all of the time. And certainly not if our society is changing and evolving to help support victims and support people getting over uh, this kind of abuse, you know, but Michael Jackson certainly wasn't in 
some position to cure himself. What was and took that shit out on kids and was a straight yeah. up pedophile. So straight up. We all have to be real with that because that's the reality. So what did Wade say at the end about how he feels about when he listens to the music now? Do you remember? remember. No. I do. It was something along the lines of like, he can't deny that like, remember he was like, I still hear the music and it makes me feel a certain way. Um, I felt like he was kind of saying like, look, the music's really good. What can we, what can I say? I mean, but he can separate that somehow, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, that's. I mean, we've had to do that with art for ever there have been some disgusting horrible people that have made some pretty yeah. awesome cool things people that are still alive today you know mm-hmm. and people that have not received their come come upance yeah um but you know the celebrity world and hollywood and all of that stuff is rife with this kind of nasty bullshit yeah. um you know and secrecy and and being paid off and and it's not good and child abuse you know, straight up child abuse you know what it reminded, in the entertainment industry. You know what it reminded me of a little bit when I was watching is that Jimmy Savile stuff. Because remember, like, he mm-hmm. was like a... Remember his crazy hair? Oh, yeah. He looked nuts. Remember, he was like really <laughs> revered. He was revered in, in England. Oh, my But, like, God. after he died... Poor, I mean... They finally, like, were like, okay, look, here's what this guy was doing the whole time. Wearing eyeball rings and stuff like that. Yeah. No, that guy was, like, straight up, like... Evil. Oh my evil. goodness. Yeah, super evil. Let's get out of pedophile town. Yeah, no more. Get, that's it. So that's, that's some it. conversations. That's some conversations. I'm ready. It's time for... What's it time for? What's going on in Dave's Grove? Hi. Hi, Dave. What's going on in your Grove? Man, I'm going to tell you all. Tell me. I'm going to tell you all about it. I'm going to do some bong rips while you tell me. All right. Well, I've got my plants, which were in a veg tent for so long, are now in my flower tent. And we're we're coming toward the end of week three, going into week four in flower. And they all the plants are looking gorgeous. They're like all like, you know, they have their first layer of like... You know, all the hairs. Oh, so, like, yeah. you're starting to see the Pistols. outline of, of buds. Yeah. So, you see, like, colas forming. Oh, yes. You know, and right. there's a sativa in there, a hardcore sativa, which is, of course, very tall and standing up so straight. So, um, and it's just, like, starting to f- stack all the, they call it stacking. When you have, like, the buds filling in, the spaces and then between the notes. And then all the other plants, you know, you could see the indica is really small the hybrids are all like on a certain height and they're all like bustling with beauty. Um, I'm not using a scrog this time. I'm just lashing stuff to bamboo poles. I've done that, made the decision because I want to be able to pull my plants out of in and out of my tent whenever I want. Cut shit off of them. Okay. They all look gorgeous. <laughs> and, um, and then I have seeds started. Um, they all popped up except for Z Sweet Insanity is what it's called by Ethos. So that one actually came to the surface, but then it wasn't growing. It just was kind of stuck and the (laughs) leaves were like not unfurled all the way. And I was like, fuck you. So I pulled it out and I put a new seed in the soil and I'm like, grow. 
Oh my so we'll God. see what happens. I mean, like right now I have five viable plants that came from seeds that I'm going to put in the veg tent here in probably like two or three weeks. They're little babies. Gotcha. Um, then we're going to start our veg. So I'm, what are they in right now? They're in like little. Okay. So I have like a clone tray. Yeah. I've learned so much. I want to give like a helpful hint here. And I'm going to say I learned this from HTG Garden Supply Shop, which is a chain like online you can order from them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on sixth over there for us like hmm. in vasquez and sixth and that becomes 76 anyway um it's like a little uh hydro shop and i went in there and like so there's these clone trays they're just like basically like plastic trays with a dome that you can put on top of it and you can put inserts in this tray that have like grid so you can put rock wool or whatever and then grow a bunch of seedlings right well these people at the shop taught me that you can use it for so many other things so I started taking my seedlings and I'd put them in little, the seedling containers. They're tiny. You get them from, when you go to a, a you know, the place where you buy flowers, like bulbs and stuff, the nursery. gardening store, like we're going to go to. Uh-huh. The nursery. The nursery. Yeah. You'll get your seedlings, like tomato plants come in these little things. Yeah. So they're little. They're probably about three inches tall and two inches wide. Yeah. Um, so I put those six of those in the tray and then I put the dome on top of it and the light hanging above it. So they're just growing that way. These guys though told me what you can do is when you're making clones, if you're having a hard time making clones, he was like, just take a clone, cut it off the main plant. And then you kind of like cut it off where you have to go and do what I do, which is like, just make a little incision uh, in the base part of the thing and you stick it in whatever you're going to put in, in peat moss cube or rock wool or whatever. And then you just fill your clone tray with dirt. And then you put that on top of the dirt and it forces it to grow down into the dirt bed. So it's like you got a mini little uh, garden bed for you're making for making clones. And he showed me his and he had moss and shit growing on it and it's clones growing out of it. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, look at this. What you've got here. <laughs> Other frogs living in there, too. It was crazy. So anyway, um, aside from that, that's what's happening. And then in my little hemp tent, my two it's and a half. still like a little terrarium. Yeah, like a terrarium. Yes. Yeah. But he's doing that to start clones. Yes. And I think the dirt underneath the rock wool or encourages whatever he's using encourages them. him to seek out and make roots. Mm-hmm. So, And he had so many clones this thing. I'm like, that is so cool. I'm going to do that. Um, and then in my two by two tent, I've got all hemp looking gorgeous. It's like, you know, it's time to go to flower. I... The thing about hemp is, like, when you're in veg, you pull up the plants out to manicure them. And then along the base stem that's growing out of the dirt, man, it has so many. They call them suckers for cannabis. These, like, tiny little sprouts that come off of the base of the plant right before it hits the dirt. Like, little leaves are growing and shit. You want to get rid of all that on your cannabis plants. Because that's never sucking energy. Yep. They're taking an energy away from the top part of the plant where all the colas are. So mm-hmm. hemp does that like crazy. And I think it's because it's like a scavenger plant. Oh, yeah. It's used to like living outside and like feeding off other plants nutrients. Like it grows really wide roots. So, but it looks just like weed, man. So anyway. So regular defoliating. Is that what I haven't called? De- no, it's just maintenance. Like you're going in and you're taking, you're clipping off. You want to make a canopy. When you're making a canopy with weed plants or cannabis or hemp or whatever the fuck, you look at the plant, you get eye level with it, and you pick a horizon and you right. go, 
uh, everything under this line, I want to no leaves, mm-hmm. you know, and then everything above that line is all flourishing. And uh, that's how my cannabis plants look. But to do that with hemp is really difficult because it just grows right back like the next day. Wow. It's crazy. So I got four little plants in that little tent and I got a Phytomax 2 200, the very smallest little baby light that Black Dog makes. Very affordable. And we're going to see, man, this is the one that they say, like, if you are a person who just wants your own personal stash to grow. Right. You get this tiny ass light. Right. A tiny ass tent. You put loaded up with four plants. You let you veg them for two, maybe three weeks and flip them to flower instantly. And you grow four small plants. And you have like enough weed. To, you'll pull a pound of weed out of that tent, that little tent. Yeah. Isn't that cute? It is cute. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it with my own you eyes. You took pictures of it. I have. Yeah. So... It's amazing. And um, I'm I'm pretending like, okay, I'm a hemp guy. I'm going to, this is my personal supply. I'm going to yeah, do it. Yeah, it wasn't hemp. Do. That's for sure. No, you took pictures of cannabis. Cannabis is very, it's photogenic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a powerful, strong grower. Mm-hmm. Hemp is like, it's a powerful, strong grower too, just in a different way. Okay. So you just got to baby it. You got to, you can't feed it like a turkey dinner. You got to give it applesauce. <laughs> anyway and that's it that's what's going on in my grow um i'm doing i'm still trying to keep the videos going but i am behind and i apologize okay are you still filming yeah i'm gonna do one i'm not filming anything right now because i did a defoliation video i did a uh plant maintenance video and then now you know now i'm gonna do just like an update video like look at these buds aren't they beautiful you know Mm mm-hmm so that's where we're at. That's what's going on in my grow. Well, thanks, Dave. You're welcome, honey. Thank that's you for asking. I love on. you very much. I love you too. Yeah. In Dave's grow. Boom. Shout. Shout at the devil. What are you doing? You're doing your vape pen bong combo. Man, she's really doing it, y'all. Honey, this is going to be too, a big one. Woo! There she goes. Do you see that? Can that's you believe amazing. that's all vape. I can't even believe From it. From a little cartridge. I can't even believe it. Ooh, that's going to mess me up. Uh, hey, it's Shout Out Corner. Um, This is when we shout out our House Van Eaton members. House Van Eaton is our membership site and community of adult stoners who support the show, as well as everything we do over on thestonermom.com. Members have access to exclusive podcasts, sesh videos, vlogs, and live sessions with me and Believe It. Learn more at thestonermom.com and click on the membership. Today we're shouting out new member Karen. What's up, Karen? What up, girl? Thanks for joining an OG renewing member, Lady Lavender. It's so nice to see you, girl. We love you. You are pretty awesome. Thanks for being part of the community. You guys are great. And we got a new review on itunes which is the most flattering thing ever let's hear it so we're shouting out rando the black rando the black who left us a review in itunes Hmm. as a new book to cannabis i really appreciate the way Catherine. sorry if i spelled that wrong stoned you didn't spell it wrong you spelled it right so if you hadn't acknowledged it no one would have noticed yeah but they were just trying to Okay, we spelled it so correct. Perfect (laughs) way, and I love you for it. Okay, as a noob to cannabis, I really appreciate the way Catherine and David educate their listeners. 
you keep it entertaining and informative in such a relatable way. That's awesome. We love you, Rando. Thank you so much for leaving us that and taking the time to do that. You guys, that means a lot to us. If you can hop on to iTunes like Rando the Black did um, and leave us a rating and review or, you know, if you can't do that, tell your friends about us and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to the show so you never miss an episode. I love it. That's it. That's our episode. Is that it? That's it. We That's did all. it all. We, done all. we did it all. How, we did all the things we said we were going to do. How long was it? It was an hour and some change. Okay. But by the time it's edited down, people are going to be like, that's not an hour. This is only 57 minutes and 32 seconds. Well, that's a, is that a reasonable amount or no? I think it's totally reasonable. People don't want to hear us talk about nothing I know. for too I long. I listen to, like, I get really self-conscious when I listen to good podcasts. And I'm just like, I have to be more dedicated and, like, try to do a good job. I know. But, you know, there's so something. people listen and stay. Well, yeah. But, I mean, like, I think what I like Here's what I like. Oh, I like yeah. doing this podcast with you because I can sit here and just talk to you like a normal human being. Yeah. I look forward to that. That's true. You know, and I think that like a lot of podcasts, like like the cold podcast I really like, but I didn't like how that guy like was like, <laughs> or, you know, like he had like a little bit of yeah. acting going on. Inflection. Yeah. His narrative. I get it. He's trying to tell a story. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> well, that's a negative way to end the podcast. But I will say that I did that? like that you know podcast gonna, a lot. You know what I'm going to You loved that podcast, and it was hilarious. It. Because like I said in our last episode, infecting you guys with that <laughs> was just a bright spot in 2019. That's your joy. <laughs> I, listened, I listened to the podcast where you said that, and I was like, she really enjoyed that. Okay, well, what were you going to say? That's it. I'm going to go eat some pie, some banana cream Oh pie. my gosh, your pie. <laughs> Are you go. so excited? I am really excited. I'm going to eat it and read my gossips. Let's do that. Okay. Or, I mean, and let's, do you want to go upstairs with me? Oh, okay. Is it time to go upstairs? Sure. It's 8.30. I mean, it's pretty early. Mm, it's early. Not I just go want, upstairs? I want to eat my pie down here. Not down here. Down in the basement? On the main floor. <laughs> okay. Can we just end the podcast? We're going to end it now. So thanks for listening. All right. Well, that's it. Mom and Dad of Stone is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Our music is by Deaf Girl. Follow her on the gram at Deaf Girl Music and listen to her on SoundCloud. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. Follow David on Twitter and the gram at coweedgrower. And follow me everywhere at the stoner mom we'll be back again very soon until then please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use always be kind and smoke weed every day bye